Hi, I want to share a personal observation on the situation with Purim coming up, what life might have been like by then, back then, actually, as the misfortune, the commentators say, and what life seems to be like us, even at a distance, dealing with Putin and the war and the terrible situation that's happening. So if we were to accurately reflect according to the fortune of what life was like for Jews in Shushan at the time of Purim, there's nothing less, there would be nothing less than total shock and dismay at both the leadership's re- reaction and to the situation. If one could imagine that Mordechai, as is stated by Rashi, that whatever direction Haman found himself walking, Mordecai would go out of his way to make sure not to bow down. Now, if you were living in Shushan or anywhere in that area and you knew about that, chances are you and I would be very upset, very dismayed. We would wonder, we don't like Haman, we hate him. We hope someone assassinates him. We know that he hates us. But don't antagonize him. Right? This whole discussion in the Gemara and Brachas, whether one should or can antagonize an enemy, especially who's being extremely successful. But over here, it seems like there was no point to it. It's not like the conflict was necessary to even take place. But Mordechai made a point of going out of his way and making Haman's life as miserable, miserable as possible. But we, if we were, when we were observing, observing this as a people, we were wondering, what is Mordechai doing? Don't bow down to him, but don't go out of your way not to bow down to him. Just stay on the side. You know that he's coming. Take a different street. So the people of Shushan were definitely, as far as it's been, the story is related, they were definitely appalled by Mordechai's actions. Two is that Esther Hamalka is was taken by Achishverish, as we know the story. But again, imagine you're reading the news or you're living through that reality. You know, one could imagine. I mean, Chasa Shalom, someone you know, the big Rosh Hashiva, whoever, whoever you want to pay, like Rebbe Eliyashev's Rebetzin or you know, Rebbe Moshe Feinstein's Rebetzin, was happened would happen to be particularly pretty, and whatever was taken by. Whatever, the present. I mean, they don't do that, right? We're not used to this kind of concept. But if we could easily imagine Iran or whatever other similar countries are, that the biggest tzaddik, you know, the Ben Ishchai's Rebetzin is taken by the leader. We would be shocked and, 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 and in pain and, and anguish about what that was about. And why does it have to be her? And, you know, he could have found another attractive woman in the in the kingdom. There are plenty of other attractive women. It doesn't have to be Esther. What's the hashkacha of this thing? So, obviously, after the fact, we know the answer. But during the fact, we don't really know. It's actually more than we don't know. We are, it's confusing and overwhelming. So, it's always important to have a, a an awareness of where we are and where we could be because we know where things turned out. Now, I am not one to make any particularly clever comments 
on the situation uh, in the war in Ukraine. But one thing that I would like to just reflect is that the last three years, the last two years, let's call it, particularly now leading up to the war in Ukraine, has been a time of great wonderment for us. It's almost like we've kind of forgot about it, but because of the fact that we're so focused on you do wear a mask, you don't wear a mask, you do get it. You know, you do get a shot, you don't get a shot, you know, do get a vaccine, you don't get a... But with a little bit of thought, one could wonder, like, wow, the whole world was kind of turned upside down, literally, from this from this virus. And on top of that, here's a Russia gumor attacking a, a place that we don't actually have any love for based on the history of what happened to us there over centuries. But even so... We don't have to say these are the same people, and we, when and Jews are Rachmanim, we have we have been you know we have a deep mercy and deep care for mankind. So one wonders what's the hashkacha here? How could this be? So at this point, we are like the Jews in the Purim story, in the midst of the confusion, and we don't understand what this is all about. Again, we're taking sides, we're watching the news, whatever each one of us is doing. But I want to just suggest that the key that helps us live in a way which is with more of an understanding or a little bit of more peace of mind or kind of a calmness is Amuna, is our faith. Kala right? Yisrael are Maminim B'nei Maminim, we're deeply faithful, that we have a deep connection to Hashem. And when you have a moon, that's not when you see the miracle. It's when you don't see the miracle. It's when you're wondering what's going on. That's when a moon really kicks in. And therefore, as we're watching this, I think it's fair to re- reflect on Purim and think about the confusion they must have lived with and how things then turned out, which we couldn't possibly have known or could even possibly have dreamed. And that's how I do believe for the meantime, until we see Hashem revealing Himself as Hashem with the coming of Mashiach, that's how we have to, in my opinion, relate to this issue. It's just an issue of Amuna. We don't understand so many things about Hashem's running of the uh, Hashem's running of the world, but in my opinion, the way to handle this to the best of our ability is to strengthen our Amuna and to know that, and that means both Amuna and Hashem, that means Amuna and Sadiqim, um, but particularly in my opinion at this point, it's Amuna and Hashem, because it's not necessarily like anybody is directly involved, and a big Sadiq is doing something directly that we are aware of. All right, so I did want to share those thoughts. I hope they're helpful to give somewhat of a perspective on how to relate to the situation. And of course, we are always davening, we are always hoping for Hashem's Yeshua's for His salvation. And for and for the Jewish people, for the world in general, for the downfall of the Rishoyim, and we should see Hashem, the coming to the base of English, and all of us that are listening to this message, and all of us that are part of that world community of wondering what is going on. We should have Hashem should answer our questions when we in front of our eyes. We should see Hashem's return to Zion very very soon. Have a wonderful Shabbos.